Welcome to From Duck Till Dark, Outside the Marvel Studios. An audio celebration of the films based on Marvel Comics characters released before and during the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Enough said. Face front, true believers. This is George Soroy, and welcome to the latest episode of From Duck Till Dark, Outside the Marvel Studios, a celebration of all the Marvel movies that came out in theaters before and during the run of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And here we are, right in the middle of our But Wait, There's More section. Now that the initial 30 episodes for the National Podcast Post Month Challenge are done, and now we're getting over to 2018. We're just one year away from, from where everything changed. The main thing that's really been keeping these Marvel movies going for so long has been the X-Men franchise. 20th Century Fox tried to get the Fantastic Four up in 2015, and that failed miserably to the point where it barely made a blip on the radar. But the very next year, we got Deadpool, the latest addition to the X-Men franchise. And... It was the complete opposite. It was a colossal success. And it was just so much fun. And it stayed true to the comic, stayed true to the character. And yeah, there was so much good to be had. And even just like watching the Ferris Bueller style post credit sequence, we knew we were getting a sequel. We just knew it. And a little teaser that the next one would feature the character Cable. And. Here we have Josh Brolin making the... So, yeah, expectations were high. And then in 2017, when Logan came out, it started with a really, really out there and very funny intro, a little teaser for Deadpool 2 before the film even started. And it gave a real good moment of... Long moment of levity that, thankfully we really needed because Logan is a very, very dark kind of film, very brooding and brilliant as well. So it was great to get that little that little tag at the very beginning. And I'm glad that it was at the beginning and not the end, because if they did that at the end, that would have completely just would have completely downplayed what sort of mood that they were trying to do at the end of Logan. But here we are, it's 2018, and here we are with Deadpool 2. And this was another huge hit for 20th Century Fox. And they were ecstatic because it wound up bringing in, I believe the final number was $785 million worldwide, which is great. And we had Josh Brolin coming in as as Cable. So it, things, things were really interesting with, with this franchise, especially considering the fact that Josh Brolin was also playing Thanos over in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So Josh was getting around in these different franchises. And it starts off in similar fashion to the to the original. Only instead of Angel of the Morning, we get Dolly Parton's Nine to Five and showing showing Wade Deadpool at work, just wiping out everything around him and just really being the mercenary that that he's always been, the Merc with the mouth. And it's been uh, and unfortunately though that it. This whole sequence kind of ends in tragedy because just when Wade and Vanessa start talking about starting a family, that's when the one guy that Wade did not kill tracks him down and winds up killing Vanessa. And 
that sets us up for a really some really dark humor, especially considering the fact that Wade is, he feels lost without Vanessa and basically just keeps on trying to kill himself. But because of his accelerated healing factor, he can't do it. (laughs) So that leads to a really funny scene in the X-Mansion where Colossus basically brings him in and helps him with this healing. And he's just rolling around the mansion using one of Charles Xavier's chair and... uh, (laughs) bashing 20th Century Fox for not having the budget to put at least one more X-Men X-Man in there and we see <laughs> we see Beast just like slowly shutting the door behind him and James McAvoy's there which answered the question that Wade had in the first film when he asks when uh, Colossus tells him that Char- that Professor Xavier wants to see him to which he responds with McAvoy or Stewart. These timelines are so confusing. And so we see James McAvoy as Professor Xavier. So that's the one that, that was waiting to talk to him. But in this one, no one wants to talk to him. Just the way that they like slowly just close the door. So it's just like, we're not here. It makes it for a really funny cameo. And, and it sets Wade up to work alongside Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead as... X-Men as fellow X-Men. And we're also dealing with the with uh, Deadpool trying to save a very unstable mutant boy from getting killed by Cable uh, because Cable has gone back in time to try to prevent his wife and kid from being killed by the adult version of this boy. And that creates creates a, a whole lot of whole lot of friction throughout the film. I would definitely say that this is a solid recommend. I had a lot of fun with this one. The interview segment around the second half of it is fabulous. And the fate of so many of the characters that that he winds up befriending is great as well. This was a lot of fun. I definitely recommend giving this one a look. And I'm glad that, uh, that, that we were able to get another shot at Deadpool in here. I'm, uh, and, and you got to make sure you watch all of the end credits because the little goodies that are dropped in during the end credits are fabulous um, because we get to see Wade basically just kind of going back in time for to fix different things. And one of which was a shot at X-Men Origins Wolverine, which was absolutely brilliant. So I would say, yeah, definitely give this one a look. It seemed like the franchise was going really strong, but at the same time, it wasn't really sure where it was going to go because we got, you know, real quality films with X-Men Days of Future Past and then and then Deadpool, the first one, and then a decent film that was like a mild recommend with X-Men Apocalypse. But then you got the amazing Logan and then this hilarious Deadpool 2. But at the same time, what exactly was going to be the fate of all of this? Because it just felt like it, it was going to be the end of this franchise. Logan was gone. The X-Men had kind of caught up in terms of where they were at the end, at the beginning of the 2000 X-Men film. So it seemed like everything was kind of falling into place. And the way that Logan ended, it felt like that was the peak. That was like, okay, the party's over. And then you have Deadpool 2 kind of keeping the flame going and basically establishing himself as the torchbearer for the, for the X-Universe for 20th Century Fox. Little did we know 
of what was going to happen in the very near future. But we'll be discussing that right after we get past the right after we get to the next installment of this series, which is dealing with Sony Pictures attempt to get a universe up and running. So that's going to be an interesting one as well. So please go ahead and check out the Facebook page of facebook.com slash from duck till dark. It is a little bit behind right now, but I am working on taking some time to make sure that that page is fully updated. So that way you add your comments to each one. And I always look forward to to hearing from all of you. I hope you've been enjoying this run. I've had a blast revisiting a lot of these movies and getting to enhance the 2019 takes on these movies and for the show in general. So I look forward to hearing from all of you. And until next time, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, Ever Upward and Excelsior. I'll see you tomorrow.